episode. We're going to talk a whole lot today. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So anyway, what's up, guys? John Sintez. Obviously, you can tell we have a, a awesome human in here. Our boy, Mark Paul, MP3. Uh, I am so excited to have a conversation with my friend here because uh, he is, I feel like, been just projecting my thoughts so much about the experience of, of how Travel Ball has been going lately. And I just can't wait to to provide my side of the story to this whole situation as well because you know the every, everything that happens in inside of of the baseball world is is definitely something that that people need to understand perspectives from and i'm on the other side of it i'm 37 i still throw baseballs i had a lot of people told me i'd never throw baseballs again i'm up to 88 and i am the hippo and if you think your kid is good enough to hit me then he might be able to play in the big leagues but at that point we at least have a sparring center over here in san diego where we can play baseball 24 hours a day seven days a week in real scenarios 60 feet six inches real baseballs none of this time limit stuff None of these things that are, are created for opportunities, because if you're good, you're good. And that's and that's what people can't necessarily understand all the time. So without further ado, I, I you know, I like to do it this way, especially since we don't know too much about each other. But I like to get the origin story from the beginning. So it creates a nice path. I kind of have a feeling where we're going with it. But, you know, the accent gives it away. I'm from Destin, Florida. And oh, so cool. I know exactly what's going on over there. And so you know, just seeing how things are. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Uh, my name is Mark Paul. Uh, two years ago, I made some videos about travel ball parents, and it started to uh, grow a little bit of a following where I really just kind of had a, 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 I guess, a, a niche market where it just kind of targeted just the travel ball parents. And so uh, come out with some T-shirts, you know, some sunglasses, ended up getting fired. You know, a year and a half ago, now <laughs> I've got three three businesses, and I get flown around the country to do. Uh, I'm speaking at things now, talking about travel ball. It's actually been it's, the videos have actually became more of a positive now, which has been people's been writing me, being like, "No, hey, this this helps me decide, you know, whether or not I want to get involved in this." And I, now I've been kind of like, you know, really just kind of dissecting the whole sport and trying to be a positive face for it to make it to make travel ball great again <laughs> so there you go. yeah i love that um you the perspective that i always like that you show is is the thing that i grew up on you know i'm, I'm from a small town not not a baseball area and i didn't really get to play travel all that much which i i played up and i didn't know i played two years above my age but i was just as big as those kids and i had no idea um, i was just getting blown off by the speed of what the game was around me at that age being 13 playing with 15 year olds those are grown men you know 13 and 15 year olds should be on the same field right there is the a lot yeah no man there are some serious uh levels to this that i've been involved in now and oh my gosh is it a uh i mean it's different in every state you know like it's it's and, and i don't think a lot of people really realize that you know most people hear travel ball they think oh it's expensive well it depends on the level you're on, and you know you may be in a little small town, you know, Kentucky versus you know Dallas, Texas, and now that can be a little different, you know, because you're not going to one field every single weekend playing the same teams in a community with about ten travel ball teams. There used to be three, but some dad got mad, decided to create his own team. Now you got you know five, six more with you know you know just kind of one good kid and the rest, but you know, and it's it's a whole thing. And, 
you know, then you get to the level of you got people flying kids around everywhere, you know, and they're all getting paid to play, and you don't have to be 18 to do that, you yeah. know, and, and whether or not you're getting paid or not, you're still being brought to places at a young age to play, and, and you know, that's there's a lot to that, and a lot of, a lot of drama, a lot of money, and, that's, you know, so there's, there's a wide range of travel ball across the United States. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one of the things we talk about, uh, we have a, we, we consider ourselves a serious gem, but anybody of skill can start. We just have all the toys that the big leaguers have, so it makes it more fun. And then we really focus on live at bats. That's our whole goal. And so we provide a sparring situation for baseball players that maybe don't play on the weekend or you didn't get enough work and you can actually go in and compete against kids in your age range and your skill range to be able to get the competitive reps necessary. Because that's actually what we're selling. If we really want to throw it down, we're selling total number at bats between three games, which is not baseball. Yeah. Right? That's where the time limits and the stuff come into it. So when you break it down to at bat per at bat and you start looking at it, like it gets real expensive. I agree with you. You know? No, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of time. You know, you really got a, it, it's a commitment, you know. And, you know, sometimes you wonder, you know, it's more of the parents or the kids, and, and it depends on the age, too. You know, it's, it's a lot different seven for, you know, seven years old versus, you know, a 13-year-old. It's a little different, and, you know, multiple sports. Yeah. And it's, I mean, there's so many different pieces to this, to this you know. So I have a question for you about, around. yeah. So I have a question for you into this idea because I have a little different perspective of this. I was obsessive. This is the only thing I ever wanted to do since 12. And if I would have been in an academy kind of like my play, myself that we have here, we have our membership where we have our kids that we see every day, but we're attacking all the aspects of baseball. You're not just throwing bullpens every day. You're working out, you're doing speed training, you're hitting, you're throwing med balls, you're catching, you're doing defensive drills, and then also you're studying because we watch the game as well. And so I think the discipline – the discipline of baseball is actually one of the positive things that you can have kids where they actually learn the work ethic of going at something every day. And it's a yeah. little bit more on that martial arts style of what happens. And so I think that illusion is actually what travel ball is kind of brought into when we have these team practices, but the rep quality count isn't as high as it should be. No, and then you can talk about, you know, how many days a week do you practice with your team versus do you do, you know, just a hitting or a pitching coach Certain kids don't go to practices all the time. A lot of them live farther. A lot of kids nowadays are also getting, um, you know, they they all live in different states, so they meet up once a month to practice one time a month, and then most of the time they're just doing some one-on-one things. And, you know, they do that at a young level, too. You can do that. I've seen a lot of 11-year-olds do that now. You know? Yeah, we, we call that uh, professional 12-year-olds for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's just, it's, I don't think it's a huge issue, honestly. I think it's kind of fun, really. It just depends on if your kid likes it. I, a lot of parents, you know, I like to leave it up to the kids, you know, a little as much as you can, you know. It's not, it feels like it's, it's somewhat of their decision. And, and that's how I raise my kids, you know. Yeah. I'm getting ready to park here. I'm in a car. I'm trying. We're getting ready you're to good, man. Inside. I'm going to be in a better no, spot. So I apologize. No, no you're good. It's been, it's been working out great. No big deal. Um, so, you know, let, let's get into everybody's favorite part here, the parents, right? You you have have exposed some etiquette that I feel like is very helpful in the baseball world because okay. there is some there is some um, there is a certain etiquette that we are missing when we have parents participating in the game. 
and like when you go when so i played in mexico for eight years and they don't cool they don't talk to the players like at all they cheer them on but they're nobody's communicating directly like nobody's you know saying things to the players or to the umpires yeah it's a different environment I've, you know I've met I mean? some people. Yes, I do, actually. I've got a, a friend of mine whose son played for me, and he is from uh, the Dominican Republic, and he's like, um, he's real. You don't, you don't play? You don't, you don't play no more. And he was like, yeah, good enough to keep playing. I'm like, yeah, dude. And he's got such a, look, if you're not good enough, you just can't play. And I was like, and he, he was just straight up with it. And it was a, such a different deal than anything that i'm dealing with you know in kentucky and so and the kids are the same age it's just it's a different kind of deal out there and i went to the vr and i was there on vacation and it was really uh it was wild because them kids over there didn't have hardly anything and they just played baseball and it really is what you hear and that's just how it goes there you know it's just a complete different thing i'm sorry i'm in all my place I'm ready to go about now. Mason, you give me that little uh, trap on. All right, sorry about that, man. You're good, bud. I scream. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like the the exactly what I so I got to go to the academies in Mexico and I got to see how they train, you know, and and what their process is, and I see it counter what we is is actually happening. Right, you're you have your national clubs. I don't want to call them any amount, but there's a little bit of a, a tier system to work your work yourself up through those national clubs in order to be in those expensive prospect showcase teams and, and tournaments, right? But as far as what the game is, especially for like when you when it comes from a Dominican or Mexican Latin, we call it just the Latin style, the the process is just more about an everyday training. Like you just go to the field every day and train and then you might play on Friday. You know what I mean? And and so, like, the sparring part of live at-bats and, and what actually creates good baseball players, because, like, I have so many opinions on this because my, the system that taught me the game failed me. I was all-state, two no-hitters, 86 miles an hour. Nobody cared. I was playing against guys that threw 95. This was in 2004, right? They got drafted. They went to Florida State. They did all the things. But I had the five or six pitches, and I was good, but I didn't qualify speed enough to be taken seriously, if that makes sense. And that's, that's actually how the game is being tested internationally. It's like your speed of the pitch and the speed to which you hit qualifies you into the ranking system that puts you where you are fast-tracked to the big leagues or not. Hmm. And that's how Acuna's brother got $6 million. That's how Soto's brother got $8 million, right? It's because they can project them because power and speed take longer to develop than skill. All right. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. what we're doing. We're trying to, we're trying to change exactly. Like, that's what's funny about what you're saying, because you, you, at least from my perspective, what you're saying, like, I'm just laughing because this is what I experienced. Mm. I experienced mm. this side of it where you had people that were not directly affecting the game. So I, I like to ask these questions, right? Like, um, how many positions are there in baseball? Yeah. Uh... There's no telling anymore these days. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, it's there's so many. I mean, you know, I don't know. There's so many different moving parts with a game that used to seem so simple now, and it's just gotten to a. It, 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 it didn't seem like 
whenever like the Bulls with Jordan, like uh, uh, everybody stayed on one team, and then it was like, well, now we're going to pair up with each other, and then it was mm-hmm. like, well, a lot of college kids get cut paid, and then it was like, well, shoot, man, I'm going to go to this high school because this kid's going there, and now we're getting paid, you know, and then now you're down at the lower level, and it's just it's the same thing, and everything mimics you know what's going on up here and so i you know i do feel like you know and then going back on the crowd deal it's just i feel like we're a bunch of parents who have these little clients and we're raising them and we're promoting them you know on our platforms and you know it's just all about that money and and you know it's just there's so many people involved in it now and there's it's just gotten so big and i got so much going on with my, my phone has got things coming in oh, and dude, everything's going on we're but, we're, uh, we're in the internet is knows we are here now. oh my gosh man but no but yeah and and i'm and i'm trying i've been trying so hard to pay attention this, this whole deal i've got set up i don't want to start touching anything <laughs> because i'm afraid that it's going to shut off again yeah, uh, sure. I've never done a, a, a video live on Instagram, I guess, like this. So it's, I don't know. I promise I'm not that much of a moron. I got three companies and I've got, you know, websites. No, you're doing, no, you're doing, I'm trying to lap our out right there. Right? Yeah. No, you're good, man. It's, it's great. Cool, it's, man. It's cool. So you're, this is, I, I don't, I'm not like, this is amazing that it's this simple, right? Like, yeah, it really, like yeah. I mean, you know it really what I'm saying? Is. Like, I, like I was, it, you know, it was I'm just, a, I've been following you for a while. I like to have conversations and per- the perspective that you bring and the comedy that you bring is just, it lightens the mood because, you know, we're not trying to win. T- like it says, you triple say World Series, but it's not. It's not. No. It's not. It's not it. You know no, what I mean? No. And there's, it, there's a whole bunch of those. Right. And it is I mean, great I, that know, we I went to the same World Series three weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just you know? even breaking down into things and... Now, granted, you can kind of, you know, once you get deep into it, you know, you you, you know who's who's playing where now, and 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 that is kind of cool that, that I'm able to, to to see it on a on a higher level. But like, not a lot of people get that opportunity to really know, like, are we uh, like what what counts as what, you know? And I was I was talking the other day with the mom. It was actually Jose Trevino's mom, and. She was even talking about how, you know, showcases are, are real popular now. Like, if you want your kid to be seen, and I know people are like, well, it's a pay to put. No, like, they say it's not high school. They said their kids are playing in the major. They said 100% is the showcases where people are checking those kids out. Where they go pay to play to show their kids right. off. And you hear that more and more the older they get. It's just trying to convince, you know, a nine-year-old parent why their son didn't do well in the home run derby that they put the little fence up a hundred feet away from home plate and he didn't get his ring. And yeah. so, you know, well, that I, kind of I, junk stuff. Well, but. I think it's the, it's the culture of what the conversations happen across America because we want to be fair, but we don't want to hurt feelings. And that's just not what sport is. Yeah, like, you know, that's kind of like my videos the way I do them. I don't, I, I knew, just as funny, I, you know, I started just acting like people. And, and it was like, you're not going to make anybody mad if you, just, if you make fun of yourself. Yeah. Having said that, you, you in the early days, you were targeting people that you didn't know. But, but then you've seen it from a, a broader, you know, perspective. And you're like, man, everybody's dealing with this. So how do you just 
put it on one, you know, family. Like this is going around everywhere. And it's yeah. not just baseball, it's soccer and wrestling and dance and cheer and and yeah. synchronized swimming and everything yeah. else. I mean, it's it's a whole, you know, and I just really just tried to and I didn't even realize I was doing it. Just uh, you know, now it's it's just let's just try and make it a little better, you know, and, and I'm trying to do I'm doing I just came out today with uh with some uh, sliding mitts, and they wasn't anything. You know, they they actually were pretty affordable. I just wanted to bring light to the umpire situation. I, I, on top of them, they say I love umps, and a percentage of that is going to the umpire association. I can't remember like VSMO. I can't remember the initials of it, but we literally just did it today. And just to help them with a little bit goes to help them learn. And and I'm not saying that they're doing anything wrong. It's just, hey guys, these people are making fifty to seventy five dollars an hour during a game. Zero training. Let's just talk leave, about yeah, leave them zero yeah. training. And, and they're doing their <laughs> best and they're yeah. trying to just make a little extra money walking some nine year old game, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and I know it's everywhere. But like, you know, if, if you're not playing on ESPN or in, in East Top yeah. or a handful of these top places and you're playing in, you know, Mount Washington, Kentucky out here and you're such and such friends, it's it's all right. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to pull Game Changer up in an hour and be like, see, I knew this was wrong. You're fine for tomorrow. You can't come back on Sunday. And I'm like, what? And, and next thing you know, you're fighting and you're like an idiot on social media and it's just everybody's mad yeah don't do that you know and i'm like it's not that big of a deal man you know what i mean like come on like you're gonna get just be nice another call will go your way just check them out you know and then you get pissed off and i'm kind of like yes screw them he's safe but i don't know i just i'm trying to do the little bit that i can you know to, to help bring light to something that that really is a lot of fun I mean, we have a ball at these things. Right, Every right. single weekend, I go to these things. It is a blast, you know. And I'm and the thing is, I dread it all the way up until that day. I don't want to go. God, we're playing again this weekend. Man, it's an hour and a half drive. Got to be there by seven a.m. And then you get there, and it's like, yeah, well, I guess I don't like one. Don't get a little Yeah, yeah. Like the game itself, I definitely, you know, I've. I've been involved in some i'm a pitching director for an organization out here for a while and now we're going to start our own team and fight the fight as well um and there's there's just some strategies and stuff that i don't think we're incorporating enough into travel ball like not enough pitching like the the, the way i grew up is like i pretty like the all 15 kids that i played with growing up we all pitched like everybody mm-hmm. pitched yeah, that's what yeah, I play. You know, I, I had a team that I put together for a tournament, and, it, and I made sure I had all of them could pitch. And yeah. you do get in a, a case where you uh, – it's funny, we were talking about this earlier. You get to a scenario where you might have two or three kids that can pitch at a young age, and then one of them's your catcher. And then you're like, wow, I can't do, you know, 300 balls yeah. this weekend. And max max speed, you know. You're, they fire that ball down third and second all the time. Then he goes and pitches tomorrow, and then you're like, man, and, and that, yeah, you know, and and a lot of these coaches will hang on the kids that are good and then save them, and then, you know, the other kids, they'll give them an opportunity at a young age to start throwing. That may be – I know six-year-olds right now that are doing pitch. They'll teach them how to pitch now. Yeah. They'll play a couple pitch games, and I personally don't think it's awful. It was a big deal. I'll throw a couple balls and just – 
So there's up. two ways of pitch, machine yeah, pitch, sure. swing oh, pitch. Sure. I mean, you got to figure out something. You can go anywhere you want with that stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there, there's a big piece that we talk about over here. So uh, my sob story is uh, I make it through college, uh, figure it out. Uh, I get talked into throwing, changing my, the way I'm throwing my senior year. I snap my elbow, get two surgeries, come back go from zero to 96 and I haven't stopped throwing in 14 years. And the stuff I like, I, I'm throwing tomorrow. I throw it at night. I do it a, a cool class where I call advanced BP where I basically throw a 50 foot short box mm-hmm. to kids. And we split them up into teams on the hitch racks and we just play games like literally. Mm-hmm. And I have a level system for them to pick how mm-hmm. hard they want the bat to be. Yeah. And so like, it makes it really yeah, I mess fun. around on them thing. You know? We had one in my area. Yeah. Hitch yeah. Rack to do. yeah. So, um, one of the things that I think is, is going on is we're not actually like counting total throws. And so like that entire process of the arm is just disrespected on how we train it. And so that is actually what I believe is causing more problems than anything because total, when you go watch their total amount of throws. Yeah. So like a, throw, a, lot of, a lot of people base it on maximum effort right. throws is when they start counting. Cause you can right, technically but, throw the ball, you know, 80 feet easy you know so let, right way, let's talk you know? about, perfect let's talk about that right yeah your son throws how many pitches in his last outing so Jalen is is around 60 you know 80 is where he's at so let's just consider that as far as like the health meter of the arm right let's consider that what would you consider that total? Obviously, that's not maximum capacity. Oh, no, no. So, I mean, is, you know, so is he – How hard is he throwing every one of them? I mean, no, I mean, like, think of, think of it like a video game. You, we can generalize some of these ideas and understand a little bit easier about throwing arm economy, right? So, like, total energy, right? In the day of total energy and total arm energy, you throw 65 pitches and 100 is capacity. Mm-hmm. In the math, he's used 65% of his total energy available, right? Yes, that makes sense. Did he, where did he go after that? What position did he go? Uh, third, usually. Okay. So he still got to do the warm-up throws after that. he If he has a, a back-end play that he has to put some To be really on, fair, my son usually pitches the whole game. Just well, perfect. On their pull hands. So no, I love it. And that's yeah. awesome. He really, he's got, you know, and I'm going to get into stats. But, but no, if you're asking if he goes to catcher, no. Or if he goes to short or second, right. no. You right. know, is yeah. there... Personally, don't have an issue with him sitting in the bench. Perfect. Personally, is there a second game? Is there a second uh, game? Yeah, after but he and he would most likely play right. third after that. Yeah. So there's more throwing again. There's more there is, again. but I mean, you know, you got to think you're not talking about sixty. You know, you're totally. you're not. You know, but you know, and that's where I think you know, as a parent, um, you know, it depends on your child's condition i think right. certain kids are, are built different than others i think right. some of them i know a lot of kids that go out there and throw as hard as they can right out of the gate versus hey you need to stop here and, and warm up at you know 20 feet mm-hmm. and back up five steps then go to you're standing still until 50 now you're taking your one step and throw after 50 feet you know to where it's like and, and that's just i've just been taught like you stand still you know, where you're 46 at 9 and 10, 50 and 11 and 12, you know, and then you move it up. And once you get past that, then it's a step throw. Right. It's not just every time. So, um, I I don't, uh, I, you know, I think it's important to ice at a certain age. And, and, and curveballs come into play also. How many curveballs are you throwing? I mean, I know there's been a lot of kids that have that issue here. You know, when they throw that ball versus, you know, now you've got the little league elbow deal going on around 
around here, which is just right. pork, which it's also not a bad deal to have. Whether or not your kid pitches or not, we actually, my son was pitching just fine, and we still got him involved with the pitching coach just because I needed him to make sure that his mechanics were right. And now, you know, the guy he's working with is like, listen, if you do it like this, you're taking some of the torque off your elbow to where you're not going to have issues until you're maybe 18 instead of, instead of 12. I know all kind of kids right now with that little league elbow. And, and I know some of them has even had surgery on the Tommy John deal. Right. And, you know, I know a lot of kids bouncing bouncing back and forth between pitching and catcher, you know, and mm-hmm. to be fair, it doesn't seem like the ones that do that. And I, I don't want, you know, that's got an issue, but I mean, I haven't, I don't know. I mean, I monitor my son's pitch count right. quite a bit, you know, well, he's went to so hundred back in the day and I was a little concerned that we were going to do the next day. And, but I mean, he's a pretty well-built little dude. He's about to be 12. And then I also understand, you know, puberty's coming up. And right. so, he has an exact, you know, I, I'm into fitness and, and those muscles, you know, go fast. Your tendons don't have time to catch up, you know, and that's, that's steroid. That, that's that puberty, which is the same thing as taking testosterone. It's like, you're mm-hmm. growing too fast and don't catch up enough. Right. Torque comes into play and, and, you know. Our, you know, you got, you got arm care, post, post-exercises, you know. People like throw. The, I, you know, I just found out now that it's good to throw a little bit the next day, yeah, you, know, you know. Just like 20 just or little, so. And, and, and that used to be, no, don't do that. And it's. That's situational. We're talking about strategies of like the seven day week throwing economy, like I'm yeah. talking about, right? That, that was my point. Right? Dude, I know if you kids could, that throw 150, though. I don't parents that just don't care. Right. I don't personal, personally, right. some people, exactly. but I'm like, wow, right. like you're really throwing right. like that. And then everybody whispers about it, but right. it happens again, you know? Right. right. It just keeps, there's a guy, Josh Rudd, on Twitter. I'm not sure if you follow him or X or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, Man, but he will, go, he will go through some of these big tournament. Um, pitching things because all the stuff's online and then just call out organizations like with screenshots yeah. of like total pitches for these. I'm not doing that right now. I'm in, there. I'm in some, uh, I've signed some non-disclosure agreements coming up with some of the big ones. I'm, everybody's cool with me right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got big year coming up next year. <laughs> yeah. I love them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, and my point is, is, you know, if, if you were to look at the other cultures that are, that are training our youth better, like, the Dominican Republic in Mexico is that they're attacking an everyday problem, just like we are trying to attack an everyday problem, but they're going about it much smarter with, you know, doing different exercises, controlling force output, just like you were talking about throwing the next day, doing more as far as, you know, how, how much strength you can handle and building up capacity through throwing. I, I think that's what, one of the biggest issues we deal with over here is that, right? Like we have kids that train with us, and then they go to practice and nobody's communicating that the day after you throw a bullpen, which is where you should be building your arm is like inside the skill, the one that requires the most effort and the most skill. Um, you don't have to throw next day at practice. You don't, mm. you really don't, you know, yeah. and especially if I throw with my kid, Jalen's 11, I throw with him. We probably, we, we probably throw three days a week out here on the sidewalk. Uh, we figure it's about 50 feet. I keep it simple. I'm like, this what would yeah. I, what was I doing? I, I, my arm was just fine. Now, granted, I didn't play, you know, 25 tournaments a year, right. but, um, and we usually end it with, you know, some decent little, but, but he's a smart kid. I've always just been like a lot of kids like there is another thing that the nine and 10 year olds, um, a lot of them, well, a lot of these younger kids, not even age they don't understand that you don't have to, you, you have, you know, off speed. 
Not everything has to be pop pop. Well, so a lot of these kids throw gas when they're ten, you know, and, mm-hmm. and at forty six they're striking everybody else. Then you get that extra five feet, and then, then you realize placement becomes an issue. You don't right. need everything every time, and and that's something that you know a lot of pitchers, coaches that I've talked to is really push. We just don't be smart. It's it's a chess game when you're up on that mound. Well, listen, you got to get into that dude's head, and make him think about you know not everything has to be a strike neither, you know. And, and and there's a lot more to it, like you said. It's a hard, dude. It's a hard sport, and I didn't really realize that until I got learned. You know, I, I learned it differently. You know, I was hey, out of the game for a while. Are you going to Dallas for ABC? Yeah, so I'm gonna have a booth set up there. We do a live at bat event where I throw, and I throw to anybody, and we yeah. do it every year. We do. We're where? No, I ain't gonna hit you. Shoot, we do a ball. Yeah, but that's the funny part. I, I did, right? I, I did you know, get a base. I did get base hit though against a bunch of MLB players at this celebrity yeah. softball game I was at. I did, <laughs> dude. I got first and everything. I was like, yeah, first one. I waited on it. Yeah, granted, it was softball, but hey, it was a bunch of it, these dudes were like forties, fifties. Like they were fine. Yeah, I got on base. There you go. I was the only dude there that had no World Series ring too, and I was like, yeah. The, my my point is, is like when you actually are standing five feet from it. I played with five guys that threw a hundred, and I got to talk to them. Yeah, dude, that's fast. I've that. seen that. I've watched that. No, that's right. a lot. <laughs> and that's what's our cage that we have set up here. We have no foul territory. I mean, we have like when we do live at bats, 20, 30 guys. Did you all have the thing? There's so you all had one of them cages set up. I, I must have walked past you over there. I've seen like ten of them things set up at that. Dude, that ABCA thing was the coolest thing I've been to. Oh, right. Yeah, this it is what was, we're Oh, yeah. That looks so clean. Look how neat yeah. everything is. You need a big MP3 banner hanging in there. Yeah, we, I need to get some sunglasses. I don't dress probably on here. Yeah, Solero <laughs> Shades. Solero <laughs> Shades, Jesse. <laughs> we, we can do a deal. I got a degree in advertising marketing. I know what to do. Right? So, yeah, this is what you see. Those are all our sponsors over there. Yeah, that's yeah. nice, man. But this is our – so this is where we literally sit. We are – there's home plate. We are literally mm. 10 feet behind home plate the entire time during live events. That's cool, man. So That's we go nice track, place. hit tracks, track man, radar gun, right? It's just all the technology. And you're in San Diego? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Dude, I might be out there. I think I'm going to be out there in October. Come on. I will. I'll we'll hit you up. We'll do, sure. we'll do, we'll do uh, uh, we should set up like a, we, we're, I'm just trying to change the game. Like literally everything that you're complaining about, we're fighting it. Like we're fighting the the process like you we we play too many games we're not good enough to play that many games you can put a team together and train but you don't train for two weeks what do you do exactly so 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 you got how many teams you got uh we're gonna start off with one but i haven't been doing teams i've only been i I did one so i started that i have an mp3 national team that i put together and and i did it as as fun with some friends that i knew from kids that i coached around some showcases Mm -hmm. I, I have a buddy of mine who runs a showcase out here in Kentucky, and yeah. he's he's in. A, he go we go to a few different states. It, it was baseball youth is what it was, and mm-hmm. good group of dudes running that. I like those people. And um, anyways, I got a good you know, coach for him, and whatnot, and then I was able to pick some of these kids at different, you know, throughout different states that would come out, and uh, and we ended up with. But, uh, yeah, I put them all together on a little all-star team, and then when I posted that, well, it turned into a whole thing, and now we're actually looking to take them across the country next year. Yeah. Nothing but the big stuff. Uh, all the while, you know, my son's on this team now, and then they're kind of kicking everybody's ass right now. So it's kind of like, well, good Lord, what are you, you doing with this? Yeah. 
That was a little accident thing that got put together. You know, pretty solid. Right. But what were you saying? I'm sorry. No, I was going to say because it's like that's exactly what I'm talking about. And I, and I understand hiding. what you're saying, right? Like, you guys, you, everybody gets a network. You, you're saying exactly the thing. Let's get as get as the best kids that you can and get them to compete into. Yeah, and I did it. And I'm sure everybody who don't know me, I can try to make some money. No, the thing is, that I didn't do any of that. Uh, I paid for it all, and I, I just wanted to figure out a way to let's let's maybe have a decent showcase to make this done correct. Right. And and now I've got some you know some people I've been talking to about coaching it correctly. Uh, I've got you know I'm not, I'm not trying to get you know your hundred bucks for an order of jerseys, um, <laughs> but but I you know and, and based on you know my you know following you know you're talking about getting into some of these things and helping the tournament promote these things. Well, then you could realistically put a put a team together, which is which is this agency that I just started. Uh, it's called Dinger's Agency, which is helping kids grow their brand. And you know, I don't really push that out of time, but it helps, you know, the kids be like, listen, you know, he's good enough to maybe, you know, here, help him get set up and started. And maybe I can help him be seen a little bit. And so that's something because we've been dealing with so many, so many athletes with all these agents and you start talking to some of them and you're thinking, wow, are they really in the best interest here of this kid? Because yeah. my daughter's 16, dude, and, and I'm 40. So I'm not interested in no BS. I'm like, listen, this is, you know, I got every phone number you can think of in my phone right now with a baseball company and, and I'd call any one of them guys and be like, hey, I need a bat, you know? And it was just me being nice and just, just being a, a decent person who genuinely just said, hey, I think I can make, I can help you out. So in return, I post their stuff, and and I've met a lot of high level, you know, coaches and 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 owners of companies, and you know, agents, and just women softball, and just well, getting coaches. I'm gonna lean on you. Yeah, I've got a lot. I'm gonna. I've got you know. You wouldn't believe like Elton and me just did a thing together. I was brand ambassador for them, and that's around Gatorade now, and I love Gatorade. Well, you don't get that video right. They're going to bother you over and over and over again. Don't get your GX bottle game right. They don't know if anything or not. But, yeah. but no, man, and it's been cool. And, and, and I've really been trying hard to, to, to help, you know, the, the youth out. I wouldn't expect it to happen right now. But you keep pushing this in about 10 years, you might have a decent little, you know, well, I mean, little thing there's, there's definitely, there's definitely a real truth to what you're just talking about. Like there's, are you familiar? I mean, it's funny cause this is the, we do a lot of tests. Like, like I said, my, my, I was just, I was failed as about how to get there. And then after I broke my elbow, I came back, I realized how much marketing and things that you have to do to help you. They will not find you exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You have to make a name for yourself. And so, we have a, this question. We just have a bunch of questions to these parents, and this is one of my favorite ones right now because it changes every year. But the very first guy to hack his way in social media into the big leagues is Blaze Jordan. Do you remember Blaze Jordan? Mm -hmm. You look it up. He's the home run derby champ. Won every home run derby at the university. Yeah, at, at I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. There was a big time. Uh, I'm a big Kentucky Wildcat basketball fans out yeah. here. And Louisville, I guess, whatever. But – I'm, I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, let's so, there, so he won the Power Showcase every year he was involved in it from uh, 9 until 18. I will. Yeah, I can. Uh, what would you say? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. He, it's all, it's all good. Could be um, we went uh, – uh, anyway, Blaze Jordan won the Home Run Derby at this thing called the Power Showcase. They do it at Miami Marlins Stadium in Miami every year. 
and his parents just posted videos on it. And then he was like the first one doing bat metrics and doing all this stuff. And then he goes in the first round of the Red Sox. He's been in their minor leagues for seven years. He's not been called up one time. Mm. Yeah. Right. So that happens. I know a lot of people that like that. I know some studs that you're like, man, he, there he goes. I, you know, and then the second they get there, they turn right around and it's like, you were good enough. And they're like, right. wow. Yeah. But he got there. So this year we have the same version of this. Max Clark is yeah, the I, same guy. I know. Yeah, I, I've talked to him. You know, yeah, I know his coaches. Indianapolis kid. Right. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, well, he's got a big following. I mean, that's important. You know how many kids I know that are 14 that's got a crap ton of followers, and they're like, hey, dude, dude, people reach – well, I won't go into it, but, you know, I've had some people reach out to me about my kid, you know. It's all about, you know, that that, that sucks because I know a couple kids that are pretty good. Like, that, you know, I don't want to go into names, but a few kids on social media that, you know, it's it's all about the money, man, you know, and there's so much to it. And the thing about it is it's it's, this ain't any different than it is here in, like, where I'm from, I mean, it's all about who you know. Right. That's it. 100%. 100%. Who you know. The, and the tryouts we... don't even matter anymore. You you spin this off to the travel ball. Where you think tryouts matter? No. Not in these little small towns. It's all about right. who you know. They build right. these little alliances trying to hook up everybody. Hey, man, we're going to go here and need a third baseman. Oh, for real? All right, go ahead and you in a couple of days. Let me see what the census says. Right. Yeah, it's anywhere. Exactly. It's just tiny little pro, you know. Tiny little pro. I don't know. Baseball. Yeah. That's how I it is. And it's fun. Listen, I know it sounds it's not even that big of a deal. Because I don't know if anyone's getting hurt. Yeah, Everybody just yeah. wants to whine and complain because it's like, well, he's a Republican. I ain't Democrat. Once again, you, you can't, you know, the people that are shooting the videos and, and complaining aren't playing the game. That's our joke about it. I'm like, well, you're not even in the game. You're just watching. Them oh yeah, yeah, no. I mean, you, I mean, 100%. If you didn't know, you know, you're gonna be just fine. And look, you know, we're all at that age with these kids and this travel. We're gonna lose them again. Everybody, you know, probably cut now. You hear me? Now? I'm switching between. I'm back. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, just now. This ad is not sponsored to you by AT and T because I want to go to hey, Verizon. But we, but we got a little, we got some space on the side of the hat to add that Verizon patch if we need, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So I'm actually right now delivering T-shirts to the. All I do is. Shift shirts anymore. It's not a bad little deal, but it's a lot of work. Thanks to my wonderful wife here. She's been such a big help. I'm not doing it. She's doing it on her day off. Yeah. I hear about it later. Well, my friend, I feel my like we've destroyed the internet enough. Um, we've got to do this again. I'll, I'll I'll text you and see if we can set up a time to chat. Yeah, I, sure I appreciate it. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, yeah, I apologize. I've been kind of all over the place. It's just you I, I really didn't expect to. I have two more of these to do today. And I didn't realize how many I had going on. And I just got home, so I got a lot more time. So anytime you want, call me, and uh, we'll jump on here again. Sounds good. I even have you on. I'll probably be doing the same thing on my end, and I'll have you on there yeah. to talk about some arm care and pitching yeah, stuff yeah. because I need some good yeah. people on there and do some stuff. And I got some funny ideas coming up, you know, when the, when the season's slowing down a little. So. Yeah, so, sounds good. But I appreciate you, man, for letting me home talk to you, man. It was cool. 
All right, man. Definitely. I appreciate it. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much, dude. I'll see you. Bye-bye.